0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy.
1: Who knows how to play Dungeons and
0: Dragons? Um, uh, well,
1: uh, kind of. Okay, so we kind of know how to play.
0: I will say a lot of what I have learned has been if I have to make a new character, which happens all the time because mine keep dying. Um, then I check out Dungeon Cast. This is how I learned about Asimar, which I play in our Patreon-only games. They're awesome. They, like, fully break everything down. Like, this is what the class is. This is how it works. These are the pros and the cons, which is good to know. Like, say you pick a ranger because it just seems fun and you don't really know that it maybe is the worst class. They could probably... (laughs) steer you clear of that this is
1: quite the testimonial they have the all the ins and outs of all the classes all the monsters all of the lore behind dungeons and dragons and i'll be honest i listen to them all the time i listened to them quite a bit when we were first kind of really getting going so i could get you know a broader understanding of the other classes and the monsters and everything else and it's a really helpful stuff
2: now i haven't listened but Listening to all of you, this is something I should really do. Yeah, and now absolutely. I'm sold. Maybe maybe <laughs> and seek out maybe the I druid should just specific episode. Out druid, perhaps like barbarian.
3: All
1: of the things would be there and explained to you, and it be and it wouldn't be coming from me because we know that I don't listen. I tell to you the things that you tell me. But Will and Brian are the greatest, <laughs> and they didn't put this in their copy notes. But you get to listen to their sultry, sexy voices. Okay, think about Ooh, that. Triple sold. So. What are you doing? I hit the table. What are you doing? <laughs>
4: he's he's worked up, real. folks.
1: Search the Dungeon Cast wherever you download podcasts, or you can find them over on YouTube. That You can see their faces. What? This ad is brought to you by Demogorgon, lord and ruler of the Dungeon Cast and greatest, most undisputedly powerful demon lord in the known cosmos. I mean, that's disputable. We'll find out.
0: All hail Demogorgon.
1: <laughs> Today's episode contains scenes of graphic violence, fear... And horror themes.
0: Previously on Dungeons and Dragons.
1: Those lucky enough to return would tell horrific tales of making it deep into these towns. Too deep to retreat when they found themselves surrounded by the townspeople. But not the townspeople. Undead. Shells of the people they once were.
4: Now, welcome to the Promised Land, Miss Pip Diggins. This is Thanatos. The home of our Demon Prince and Lord of the Undead, Orcus.
0: Why did you bring me to this cursed place?
4: There are some beings with special abilities that the Demon Prince has taken an interest in. You? You are one of those beings. Your time will come, but for now, Miss Pip-Diggins, I encourage you to make yourself at home. Where there was world and earth and
1: water was only pain and dread. The abyss was here, and it's all we could see. Now the real fight begins. Welcome to Dungeons & Dragons. I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. He, him, also with me today is Carla Maxted.
0: She, her. Tonight I am playing Lipsinky Pip Diggins, a deep gnome warlock.
4: What? Nice. And that means we have a very special guest with us. Kyle Clasek from Bombarded. Hey, what's up? He, him, and yes, I will be reprising my role as Voronox, worshiper of. Oh, I forgot his name. I'm not a good worshipper at all. Oh no, it's Orcus. <laughs> <laughs> I really did just have a big brain fart just now. It's been a long day, but I'm ready to get into it.
1: You can't see you can't see the Zoom call, but or- uh, Orcus showed up behind Kyle in that mm. moment, and now Kyle's
4: gone. So. <laughs> It's because I'm not wearing my Orcas shirt. I, I was just going to say that.
0: It's the only time that I've seen you not wearing that shirt.
4: Try to change it up. We've
0: but... become complacent in our worship of Orcas, perhaps.
4: Well, Maybe. I think
0: we
1: can fix that.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: That's right. It's an easy fix. Um, and you can fix it when you're a patron. You go to patreon.com slash dumb dragon You get an episode dedicated <laughs> to you by the powers of Orcas. Oh. Today's patron...
0: I'm not Is comfortable
2: with this. C- <laughs> cheese cat. Cheese cat. Are you the <laughs> best cheese patron? Cat. I think so. <laughs> wow. Wow, that's just mwah, mwah. Love it. And,
1: and in out this out episode, ten. the Orcas episode. Yep. Ah, yes. Uh, Thank you, Cheese Cat. Uh Patreon.com slash dumb dragoncast. And now
0: fuck it. Let's play. Yeah. Let's do some evil.
1: Please. We find ourselves falling through the realms and planes, flashing through the levels of heaven and hell, and landing hard in the darkness of Thanatos, the 113th layer of the Abyss. A chaotic cacophony rings out, deafening the senses. A frigid wind courses over the roiling landscape, and we pass over cities and fields filled with undead. We see in the distance a massive fortress built within a desolate mountain range. The landscape rolls forward over bubbling sludge-filled oceans and bordering on dry, bone-dust deserts. Cutting hard to a dark chamber, we see two figures kneeling with their heads lowered. A dark,
3: booming voice rings out. The time has come, my children. The time for pain and suffering to end once and for all. There will be resistance, as you have seen before. There will be those who do not see our vision as we do. Feel pity and sorrow for them. But no, they will see the truth and the freedom of the gift we bring. The scene cuts,
1: and we see portals opening across the material plane, swirling, churning balls of energy that erupt into cities and villages. We see inside of Castle Waterdeep, where Lady Laryl Silverhand, Lord Neverember and Leosin are passing and discussing reports from neighboring regions that have gone silent. They hear an explosion ring out beyond the walls of Waterdeep. As the trio moves to the window, a force of air explodes the panes back towards the nobles who fall to the ground. They catch their breath and hear the bells ringing through the city, forces arming themselves and heading to the walls. The lower wards rush towards the gates and many are not quick enough as the city watch must close them as we now see the rushing forces of undead. In the air demons and spirits rush forward scooping up men women and children. Beasts skulk across the fields ahead of the castle as Waterdeep's wizards raise wards of protection up and over the city proper. Off on a hill, we see one of these churning balls of energy and outstep Lipsinki and Varonos.
4: Well, Lipsinki, I think it's your turn to give the command.
0: Oh do you mean it? I've been waiting so long.
4: You've been very patient, and Orcus rewards those who wait but are willing to listen.
0: Well, you know now I'm willing to listen all the time. I love that big guy, Orcus. Ugh. Okay, so, remind me, do I have to, um... Do I have to say specific words, or can I just kind of, like, let the Orcus spirit move through me to give the order?
4: Well, you can definitely let the Orcus spirit move through you. You need but gesture, and your whim, which is the whim of Orcus, will be understood by the masses, which shall assail those who resist him
0: so cool (laughs) isn't it though okay alright so get in the zone gonna center myself I'm gonna Mm -hmm. lift my hands in the air and I'm gonna say good go get y'all go get him!
4: wonderfully done wonderfully done
0: and look look at them. they're just going they're just destroying everything
4: and look they have no need yes we are amidst war war which usually takes life after life after life fighting endlessly they need not sleep they need not food or shelter they are provided for merely by the existence of Orcus this is what we bring the world we bring them this respite from the day in day out fighting against whatever may come their way we take that and we leave them of that punishment
3: it,
0: it just feels good to, f- to free people from their day-to-day concerns. Absolutely. We're empowering folks, and it's, it's really incredible what we're doing.
4: I couldn't agree more, Lipsinki. One by one, day by day, the world will know true peace when it's all said and done.
1: The forces are rushing forward and bashing up against the wizard's protection fields. And the longer it goes on, you see this field begin to shrink around the city. Day after day, it gets smaller. And the region of Waterdeep becomes smaller. The voice of Orcus comes back.
3: In this war, they will call to their gods. Their calls will be unanswered. The gods and their arrogance have been hidden away, locked away, in chambers fueled by their own divine powers. Their efforts to escape are as futile as their following. And as their followers call out, plead out, as they search for their gods, Those gods' presence will weaken, and their followers will feel the power of Orcus wash over them. Chaos reigns supreme. We have the power and the forces to outlast. We do not require sustenance. We do not require rest. We do not fall ill. Our wounded rise again. They will see this, and it will scare them at first. Show them the power. Show them the mercy that we bring. Show them what they can be if they just give in.
1: We cut to the balcony of Castle Waterdeep, now flying the flags of Orcus. Kneeling before Varanox and Lipsinki, we see Lord Dagult Never Ember, Conrad Bronnenville, King Melandrich, and Tarn Hornblade, all leaders within the Lord's Alliance. Out beyond them we see people broken, surrounded by undead soldiers. A sickening silence over this crowd as Varanox goes to greet the crowd.
4: People of Waterdeep, you find yourselves on the verge of a true transformation, a world that has only been dreamed of. Your leaders submit themselves to us, prostrate themselves before Orcus, his right and left hand, You will know peace. We shall provide for you exactly as Orcus would provide for me, for your leaders. There's no need to worry. Yes, you've seen bloodshed, you've seen terror. You will see it no more. We guarantee a path, a path to a new land. You must walk it, or find yourself... (laughs) Well, what am I saying? You're going to walk it one way or the other, whether you like it or not. Kneel.
1: There's sounds of crying coming from the crowd. And a few people slowly begin to kneel, but many others do not. They stare up at you and at your soldiers in defiance.
4: I'm going to grab Lord Never Ember and bring him to the edge of the balcony. For those who resist, would you like to see an example of what Orcus can truly do to you? Sure, you can resist if you want to, and you think you may become one of his pawns, one of his fledgling peoples. He doesn't have to do that for you. No, no, no. He can do much, much worse. Try me.
1: Never Ember looks like he goes to speak, but begins to cough as you hear vocalizations start and blood begins to pour from his mouth and the crowd sees that his tongue has
4: been torn out. Your leaders can no longer speak for you. They can't save you. Only orcas can save you. Bend the knee. Take his mercy.
1: You see some of the largest around the perimeter standing up and glaring at you in defiance, and they scream out, Now! And they begin to charge towards the castle and to... The soldiers surrounding
4: (laughs) very well and I throw Lord Never Ember off the balcony
0: you know you'd think they'd have heard that it's futile to resist but they don't they they just keep trying and I gotta say I kind of love it so much more fun for us when there's like a bit of a show
4: it does make it more interesting
0: wouldn't it be boring if they all if they all just knelt down and took Orcus's power and love be crazy.
4: It would be less entertaining. You're absolutely right, Lipsinky. So let's prepare ourselves and have a good time with it. It's so one way or the other. We will convert them and they will see the light of Orcus.
0: Yeah, let's show them that light.
1: Screams erupt from the crowd below. And those that were charging, those that haven't been struck down, stop and they turn and stare towards Never Ember's body, lifeless on the ground. The forces swell around them, and everyone looks up to
4: you, and slowly they begin to take a knee. See, Lipsinki, even those who don't want to listen after time can open their ears. I'm so proud that you opened yours so early on.
0: You just can't fight the truth. At some point, you just gotta realize that Orcus is the truth, and accept it, and and take all the greatness that comes with that.
4: You quote the scripture so well.
1: Varnox and Lipsinki walk towards the three remaining rulers. Conrad Bronenville, King Melandrich and Taren Hornblade, who look up at the two in disdain.
4: Lipsinki, I've had a little bit of fun. Please, after you.
0: Oh, thank you. Oh, this is a real honor, you guys. This is one of my first times getting to do this, so you kind of have a couple options. I mean, you don't really, because you're going to see the light of Orcus. Bottom line, that's what's going to happen. But you can do that willingly. and And maybe hold on to some of your current power a little bit or um, we can do it the hard way and the hard way is kind of fun for us so what do you think you want to just submit
1: Broninville looks up at you and sneers and said we will never turn to your side
0: mm. oh sweetie I think you will. Um, and I'm going to hurl him through hell.
1: All right. Describe hurl
3: through hell.
0: He's instantly transported through the lower plains. Um, so he goes on this whirlwind magical tour through the lower planes and hell. <laughs> comes back, pops back in where he was. And when he returns, he takes 10d10 psychic damage.
1: To everyone else, Bronnenville disappears and returns a moment later, covered in blood, his eyes gouged out, he's lying on the ground, blood pooling beneath him, they see bones sticking out of him, and he's screaming for it to stop.
0: So if I could translate your piteous screams, I think what you're saying is you'd like to... Work, work with Orcus. Am I right? Can you maybe blink three times if...
1: You look at his eyes and they're just deep wells. Blood begins to pool
4: up in his mouth. Mm. If only you would accept the mercy that Lipsinki is trying to provide you through Orcus. This pain would be over. And you two. You wouldn't have to suffer this.
0: And, and not just this pain all pain. Mm. Loneliness, when you stub your toe, uh, Fighting an undead army, being drawn and quartered, cut apart in very thin, thin little slices on one of those sort of rotating meat kind of slicers. I mean, not that pain either. No pain.
1: You see King Melandrich begin to like, it begins to quiver. I could... This. It's, you're horrid. Why are you doing this? What are you...
4: What are you doing? Why are you here? I'll approach King Melandrich and I'll kneel down. and I'll just say, Listen, we are here because... Well, you and your gods are no longer cutting it. So... We're cutting it, and by that we mean your tether to life. Now, you're a king on this plane, yes, correct, sure. Name, title, all of that given to you. But it must be nice. Must be nice to know that you can provide for the people that you care about. But what about everyone else? I've seen people squalor. People live in filth, muck and mire. Too long. I spent my younger years traveling around, helping those people, spending my own time, just for them to be taken away. You could do something, and you've done nothing. Your gods have done nothing.
1: He looks over to Taren Hornblade, who's kneeling beside him. says, aren't you going to do anything? And Hornblade looks up at the two of you and says, I don't see anything we
4: can do. Finally, some common sense.
0: It's the right out attitude. Of of Finally, where it's all pros and no cons. I don't know why you wouldn't just say, "Yeah, Orcus, me up."
1: melandrich tries to stand, and he spits up in your face, Farnox.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I wipe it off and look at it for a moment. Very well, you spit at my offer. Levsinki, book another trip.
0: Alright, buckle up. Ah!
4: Terran, Terran, Terran. You, you seem to have come to your senses about all this. And I'd like to make you an offer. Now, unfortunately, your other three cohorts, they weren't interested. They couldn't see the path laid out in front of them. But I want to offer you something. A chance to lead. Maintain your position. Work underneath me and Lipsinki. Lead as we have led. What's the catch? Oh, no catch, no catch. You need but submit yourself to Orcus. You will no longer have to sleep. You can spend your entire time leading and forging warriors on the field. And they will never tire either? How many times have you been frustrated by a, a weak ensign?
1: I don't know what your end game is here. There won't be anything left to fight when you're
4: done. Doesn't that sound wonderful? Doesn't it sound fantastic to not have to fight anymore? Aren't you tired? I know I am. I've been tired for a long time. But I still walk. I still carry myself. Nay, no. Orcus carries me. He could carry you too. It's a lot easier to be carried than it is to walk, my friend.
1: Hornblade looks out over the crowd below. As King Melandrich pops back in to the plane beside him. Before Melandrich passes out, says, just do it. Whatever you're going to do. I'll serve Orcus.
4: Oh. Did you hear that, Lipsinsky? Did you hear those dulcet tones? I'll serve Orcus.
0: It's the best decision you're going to make. Your only regret is that you didn't decide to serve Orcus sooner.
4: Mm-hmm. Stand up, Taryn. He
1: slowly stands to his feet.
4: I uh, undo any shackles or any bindings that we have on him. Trust begets trust. I want you to know you will be taken care of. Today you do not die. You will eventually, as will I, as will Lipsinki. But we will turn you into one of his death knights. The power you hold now, your abilities, they pale in comparison to this remarkable improvement you will receive at the hand of Orcus. I promise you, you will not regret it. Do you have any family you would like to have considered for peaceful transfer?
1: My... my wife,
4: Layla, and my son, Nirmal. I give you my word as the right hand of Orcus. They will not experience the horrors you've witnessed. And I reach my hand out to shake his hand.
1: He looks down at your hand and then to his two fallen compatriots and raises his hand to yours. Grasps it firm.
4: Good good men. Lipsinki, I believe our work here is coming to a close. And we've added to the ranks.
0: It's it's always nice to get another powerful person. Willingly on the side of Orcus. I mean, they serve either way. But it's nice to have the willing folks, too.
4: Absolutely. He told us they would resist. We knew they would. But we are still here to provide mercy. Come. Let's go.
1: The three walk back into the castle and fade on the scene below. to the middle feeling real good about the day
0: yeah, yeah. your words and your tone are contradictory
1: match. Yeah. I mean
0: I'm glad you're feeling good about mm-hmm. the day but like you sound a little bit like
1: like maybe you're passing like a kidney stone angst yes. <laughs> yeah That. that's mm. it Yep. the that's body it. language
2: too is very, yeah, really <laughs> like very it was, was, was clenched down. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah,
1: well, thanks, everybody. Uh, welcome to the middle. Uh, we, we're, we're here. We're Russ sings
3: to you. Yeah.
1: We're, we're I sing to you, just briefly. Just a little, just a little kiss. Well,
3: this middle's I over.
1: Mean... I'm
4: shutting it down. <laughs> middle
2: over. Wait, wait. Of
1: lyrics. I'm putting up the right <laughs> Okay. I've <laughs> accessed. Ah, <I'm bald>. <laughs> hey, where I sing for reals, though, is on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash dumb dragon cast, where there's uh, a... a whole album. uh, Yeah, more of an EP at the moment. (laughs) I am working on building it out slowly, but, you know, the the base is there, There so you can go take a look at that. Yeah. Um, But also, if you come join us on Patreon, we are working towards a new goal of 100 patrons in the community. What happens when we hit this goal,
2: though?
0: yeah that's something just, that's so wild. delicious a real kiss of deliciousness
2: <laughs> <if> you will <laughs> thank you carla it had to be brought up again we couldn't just let it go a whisper
1: nope. of desire a real kiss of deliciousness <laughs> where one character thats me and another character yeah me too all join forces with three dms who try to Destroyed. Notice them. how we Just. instantly stopped laughing when the Grancis voice came out.
2: Yeah, we were like, yeah. oh. ouch, <laughs> oof. Ugh. Yeah. However, that episode is delightful and I can't wait for people to listen I really to it. really want
0: you to hear it.
2: That's so, only 15 more patrons, you guys.
0: No, it's not very many. It's so exciting. So, as of this moment,
2: soon. only yeah. 15 more patrons.
1: Could be less. Could, be, Could less.
2: be less. Gosh, so you better get over to dumbdragons.com. No, patreon.com slash dumb dragon cast. And uh, join our Patreon because it's dope over there, man. So many things.
1: Love it. Hey, thank you for your support. Um, even if you can't join Patreon, if you share us, um, maybe somebody who you share to will be able to join. Yeah. And if you know that person, you can huddle around their phone and listen to the special 100 Patreon episode. <laughs> That's yep. right.
2: There you go. That's
1: right. Get your grandma on our Patreon.
2: <laughs> <laughs> don't take your grandma's credit card. Grandma's gonna
1: love Flaming Kids, okay? Grandma's everywhere. Love Flaming Kids.
2: Yeah, we don't give grandmas enough credit. <laughs>
3: Ooh, I They've seen that some fuck stuff. Room. They remember
2: right? the fuck room. Come on.
1: All right, that's uh, enough for us for now, I yeah. guess. Uh, back to the episode. Thanks everybody. Bye.
2: Bye. Bye.
1: flash ahead eight years
4: you tell me where are Varanox and Lipsinki? at this point a lot is a lot has passed and we're probably in more so of a maintenance mode like every once maybe every once in a while something crops up it's like ah roaches stomp them out yeah
1: so state of the world pretty much except yeah a, a few small pockets still remain inhabited um by those who have not been serving orcas. So it's pretty quiet as far as like main assault and attack from a military standpoint. You want to hear how
4: evil Voronox is? Yep. We haven't been. <laughs> <laughs> I call out to, uh, the two undead servants that I keep nearby just to go and fetch things for me. And, uh, as I call them to go and, you know, fetch some scrolls or other tomes that I might need, Uh, we see the son and wife of Terran Hornblade. Hmm. What is that you have there, Nermal?
1: Nermal looks down and holds up a scroll and just
4: hands it to you. I take it. Roll it out. Oh, that's not what i expected today but uh, uh Lip i've told you about shanglar yes
0: uh i think so a lich fella
4: mm, yeah mm-hmm. the one that i would hope that you would replace given the opportunity right well on track by the way mm, thank you there's work to be done that uh, doesn't fall within the normal parameters.
0: Well, to be honest, that sounds great. I mean, I love that we and Orcus obviously. By we, I mean Orcus has been so successful over hmm. the whole world. Um, but it's just between you and me. It's a little bit boring. Don't you kind of want to? Remember the old days and we'd <laughs> go and you know, and we killed her husband. I didn't kill you know. He no, no, promoted I, I him within the power of Orcus, but it's a bit it's a bit dull these days with just everyone following Orcus, so are you saying something a bit unusual might be brewing?
4: It is a bit unusual, and honestly, I could use a little bit of workout. The scales have been getting a little tight with all the sitting around that's happened, and I've had to loose out my armor a bit here and there, but, um... I understand what you mean. Um, careful. You do not want to speak heresy.
0: Yes, of course. I, I'm so happy that Orcus has been accepted by so many. Um... But we just don't need to work as hard converting folks. It's true. So we haven't quite been rewarded yet. We haven't earned our reward yet. Um. So in the meantime, you know, it's more more paperwork than I thought there'd be. Kind of more.
4: Yeah, I'm I'm very surprised of the bureaucratic rigmarole that mm-hmm. Orcus employs, but uh, I mean, he gets results.
0: It's right. I'm not so, questioning it. I, I'm sure it's all very important. It's just, you know, filling everything out in 5 duplicate. It's a lot. Oof. And, um, so, yeah. Sorry. You were saying. Shangalar.
4: Shangalar. I, I would think that, uh, your paperwork would actually be pushed forward a little bit if we were able to go take care of this menace. Yes, employed by Orcus, but... Has his own streak about him. And it's very unbecoming of one of Orcus's more upper tier followers. So, what say you we go re kill someone?
0: That sounds like just the kind of thing I've been looking to do.
4: That's not going to be easy. Oh, good. (laughs) Let's go, Lipsinky. Let's go get him. I think Terran can take care of what's going on around here.
1: Two of you stand, and Varnox, you grab the Wand of Orcus. And wave it towards a wall, and we see this swirling portal appear, and beyond it, the faint light and outline of three figures as the two of you step through and into... Shangalar's Pyramid. It's a quick cut. And you're stepping back through this portal, holding
4: a vase. Well, very well done, Lipsinky. Very well done. And I am impressed that you were able to resist your old compatriots' persuasion.
0: Well, I'd say it was maybe... Less than 5% Tempton. I mean, they don't know how powerful Orcus is. They haven't seen what he can do, and I have. So there's no doubt in my mind that Orcus is the winning team, and and, and we're on the winning team, the, the the correct team, the righteous team.
4: That we are. What is it you hope? I mean, of course, we all know what Orcus will provide us when our job has been served and we have played out our purpose and we finally get to go to that peaceful area. Is there anything else that you see yourself doing for Orcus?
0: I would like to see him totally successful i know that there's still some folks working against him so mm. i'd like to put a stop to that but i would also and i don't want to rush orcas he can decide in his own time and he knows what's right but i would like to get that final reward i am i am a little bit tired and and no pain and no shame and no embarrassment, like when you're when you, you you think you see somebody you know and then you wave and then you don't know them and then you, you know like, like it's awkward it's so awkward, and I'd like right. to not feel that again and and not feel even the remembrance of that kind of thing in the middle of the night when I wake up so i'm I'm ready when orcas says that I'm ready, I'm ready for my final reward of peace
4: where would you spend your time in this piece i know where i would desire to end up on this plane do you have a home or people you would want to spend eternity with
0: well you know not really i think that's one of the things i look forward to in the piece it's just not having any of those thoughts anymore? I could be anywhere, right? Cause mm. I'll be happy and content, serving Orcus wherever I end up. How right. about How about you? You know what? Wait, not in Blackpool. Oh. I, no, I'm. I, I don't, I don't want to go there because we sort of started off on the wrong foot. It's kind of bad memories there, you know. Right. So, but other than that, anywhere. How How about you?
4: Well. <laughs> it's funny you bring up Blackpool, that's... I would hope I'd get to spend out the rest of my existence there with those people. It was the one place that I found that I kept coming back to. Time and time again, I—I I, like I said, I traveled around so much. But the people there, the town itself, I became infatuated with it. And if you don't want to end up there, that's fine. I was going to say we've spent some time together traveling around, and, uh, you know, I've become quite fond of your company, actually. I've enjoyed working with you and the success that we've acquired for Orcus. But if that's not where you find yourself, then that's not where you find yourself. And, I mean, we may realize it or we may not. Who's to say? But for me... Those people were my life. And I want to return to them. I attempted to bring them uh, peace at one point. And in my time away, they met pain and suffering. I tried to bring them back from that pain and suffering. And, well, let's just say those gods interfering with the wishes of mortals. What what foot do they have? What, what foothold should they have in our world? To interfere with our wishes and desires. None. None. But yet, they meddle. Mm-hmm. And the people of Blackpool ended up the way they are, not because of Orcus, but because of them. But Orgus showed me the light of their way, and what was done, and how that existence is peace, it's serene. So, I took pleasure in knowing that they would be watched over by a god who genuinely cared. And I took pleasure in committing myself to Orgus. Gods be damned. Save one.
0: Gods be damned, save one.
4: As I finish saying that, I take the vase and I put it on the credenza and I say, Well, Shangalar shall have no final resting place. His existence will merely fade. And I take out the wand of Orcus and smash the vase.
1: The ashes go up in a plume and begin to fall to the ground. As we fade ahead, you hold in your hands a report that there are survivors in Icewind Dale. Forces have been sent, but they've been met with an undead barrier. The two of you arrive at this barrier which is just beyond the spine of the world. And you see your forces piled up against it, and spirits and Vrocks beating against it, and they're pulling apart, and those that are able to just push through are, are sent up in flames, and arrows are met from the other side with what little forces these people have. Beyond, you've heard, there are wizards and even warriors that have been sent to find the
4: gods. It's a little cold up here, isn't it?
0: It, it is, and it's been, my God, years since we've seen this sort of resistance. It's, it's a bit thrilling, isn't it?
4: Despite it being as cold as it is, it does get my blood heated. Let's prepare ourselves for... Perhaps, maybe, the last bastion that these resistance folk have. And again, maybe over, maybe overcast with this snowstorm. But the light of Orcus will pierce through those clouds.
1: Dungeons and Dragons, Season 2, Episode 88, starring Carla Maxtedt as Lipsinky Pip Diggins. Kyle Classett as Varonox, and Russ Moore as your Dungeon Master. Editing, production, and sound design by Russ Moore. This episode featured music from Epidemic Sound and sound effects from Epidemic Sound, Boom Library, and Sound Ideas. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Jessica Babjak, Stevie, Cat Waterflame, Jacob Madden, Christian Brown, Devin Michaels, Aaron Stevens, Eric Coulahan, and Ray Serbeck. To support Dungeons and & Dragons and our many other productions and get access to an exclusive podcast, bonus episodes, and much more, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash cast You can also follow us at facebook.com slash and on Instagram and Twitter at cast Thank you for listening. Have a great week. We'll talk again soon. We cut to the uh, what's it called? A uh, big thing sticks off the top of a tower to overlook. Balcony. That's the word. Mm. Thanks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Whew. I thought you were going for something much more technical, like turret. No. Balcony. Nah. Balcony. Yeah. Yep. Balcony. It's fun to be evil,
4: right? It is a little oh, fun to be I evil. Love it. Ah. It's like, I hope it's okay that I'm just willy-nilly killing a yeah. lord. No,
1: that's totally cool. Because I mean the only yeah, we, we said that he was converted, which basically yeah. meant executed, but we didn't say how he was executed. So this cool. is good. This is good. As the whales rise up over the city, Varanox and lipstinky Stinky. Lip Stinky <laughs> <laughs>
4: What have I said about bathing, Lipsinky? We still need to do it.
1: (laughs) We're not there yet. No. It's deep. It's
4: heavy. you to got the cries on, man.
0: Jesus.
4: (laughs) Yeah. That's right. Varnox is very complex.
0: (laughs) Light of Orcus is going to light this place up.
4: His light is like a snow piercer. We'll have to train ourselves further. To get so stupid, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it. (laughs) Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production.
0: The Fable and Falling Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hello, Maria Kennedy from Hero Trackers here to tell you about a special report we've been working on at Hero Track Media. With the help of my producer, Shayna, we are going to reveal the life story of a mysterious hero that, as far as we can tell, has never been covered by a media outlet before. Subscribe to this podcast feed to learn more about this hero and the strange circumstances surrounding their life and career, and how they might be connected to your favorite heroes. Coming soon from Hero Track Media, Vigil.
3: Vigil Season 1, an audio fiction superhero thriller in 10 parts from All In Productions. Featuring Haley Sanfilippo as Maria Kennedy and Adam Kudishat as Vigil. Subscribe or follow to make sure you're the first to know about Vigil.